2: Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. As always, I am joined by producer Joel. Hi. Who's jogging on the spot. He is in marathon training. Marathon. Sound, is that Never the, stop. Marathon. Sound, sounded posh or marathon American. Off. Marathon and off. Depends, mate. Is it, is it raining? Yeah. Will there be social distancing? If, mm, if it's... Long social distance running. Yeah, but hopefully this will, it'll be, that'll be um, uh, under, uh, what's the phrase? Um, that'll be under the, something, something.
3: Yeah, I'm hoping it'll be under it, but who I'm, knows? Do
2: you know what I'm talking about? No. The, it'll be, the, it'll be over with. What's the phrase where you say, <laughs> oh, I, I haven't really woke up probably today. Um,
3: uh, just for the listener, it's three in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's it's that's done with. What's the phrase? It's over uh, and done with. Uh, no, up and under the what? Up and under the water under the bridge. Water under the bridge. Is, it? Well, Is that well, it? I don't know, mate. Yeah, that's sort of. oh, Yeah, yeah hopefully this will be water under the bridge. Yeah. alright yeah. just edit that, Joel So straight through. I oh, definitely will. I, uh, you won't. Um. That, so yeah, that, hopefully this will be water under the bridge. It'll be a proper marathon when you do it, mate.
3: Well, I think the, I don't think the distance changes. Uh, what? <laughs> you said a proper marathon just sounds funny doesn't it yeah. like you can do a pretend one right yeah oh, uh,
2: but you know what i mean because you I would have to you would have to socially distance wouldn't you if you did yeah. it right now i would yeah like people they not they weren't allowed to put them on i mean some people mm-hmm. might not know what we're talking about last week we chatted about joel is in marathon training how many runs have you been for this week joel uh two so it's wednesday Oh, I meant since last time we spoke. Oh. So you're going every, every day? Every couple, every couple of Not days? Not every
3: day, Mark. Are you,
2: are you running in the rain?
3: Yeah, I love running in the rain. Do you?
2: Do you wear a yeah. rain jacket?
3: Makes me feel quite sexy. No, I don't wear a jacket. Shirt off. Topless. No trousers. Brilliant. Because I find if the police are chasing me, I can
2: I could sort of hit those PBs. Why are the police chasing you? Because you're I'm naked. naked. Yeah. Wait, would, you, would you would you Would the police chase you if you are just in your underpants? That is, that is a, an is excellent question. Stand-law? I don't know. I can't see that. You haven't you haven't seen these pants. <laughs> Is it like Borat? Have I told you about that? Unbelievable. What? So I got you know Borat film came out on Friday. Yeah. Um I got emailed asking if I'd uh on my Instagram if I'd have a photo with some merchandise. Mm. Uh to help promote it and they said pay me up there pay me three hundred quid to do it. And I was like, Yeah, that sounds brilliant, doesn't it? Yeah. And then a day later, they said, "It's changed a little bit. um <laughs> would you wear a mask <laughs> and they and they said, "You can do it just normal, just your body, or they can send a bodysuit as well and I was like, "No, I'm not doing that. Are you mad and then and then, the next day, I saw loads of comedians just holding merchandise <laughs> what Why have they asked me? Just to—is it because I've got less followers than them? Is that why? Surely you'd want the it's people with more got a sexy followers. body. Surely. Well, oh, maybe they did some research. Mm. Um, but and then I did see a couple of comics do it, and it didn't. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, okay. like, as in the Maschini bit. Because when you got the full body thing, I think you, you just got to own it or something like that. But yeah, I, I was like, why the hell have they only asked me to do that? Also, that is not a last. Like that was the day before. That's not a last or two days before. That's not a last second change. Where do they get all these maskinis from? They can't suddenly go. Actually, I think we're gonna.
3: know we've got a load of these maskinis left
2: over. Left over from what?
3: So what's happening this week, Joe? We've got Jim Campbell. It's Jim
2: Campbell. Wrap your ears yes. around this. Yeah. Hang on, sorry. One, two, one, two. Yep. Yeah. Uh great. Really good. It's it's been going on for ages now actually. Like I was surprised. We I just do it every week because you know Joel, don't you? You know my
0: Yes, I do know so
2: Joel. So we've just been sticking them out every week and we did the other day someone said, You know that was your hundredth episode. And we're like, Oh god, no, we went to do something for that.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, yeah,
2: so but you've been doing podcasting a lot longer than me. Like you've you, you did it from like the heyday, didn't you?
0: Yeah, because basically when when the Football Ramble started, I wasn't actually a member of it, but um, it was a couple of guys I went to, three guys I went to uni with, but one of them left because he worked for the FA, so he felt compromised right. and he recommended me and like a couple of the guys knew me anyway. But like, I didn't know what a podcast was when I was invited onto it because it was like, right. Ricky Gervais had his one, Fun, I mean, but that, so was, it was that, that was really the only big one. A long time ago,
2: yeah. And,
0: 2007.
2: Hang on, that was before
0: I even knew you. You're mad. Oh, I didn't. I, yeah, know, yeah. I
2: didn't know you were doing it then.
0: Yeah, I think I've been doing, I think my first stand-up gig was probably about three months before I did the first podcast.
2: Wow. They must have been like, oh, comedian for the podcast, but you weren't even really a comedian then.
0: Not really, no. I mean, I was in the sense that like, you know when you've done like four gigs, so you like the way <laughs> comedian sounds, but you're not a fucking
2: comedian. I used to meet anyone, like when I used to go out, I'll tell them I'm a comedian. I wasn't a comedian. Yeah. I worked no, to I worked in the sports centre. <laughs> and
0: then, like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... Now you don't really tell people because they just ask you to tell your joke or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like,
2: yeah. Um, what do you do yeah. in that situation? Because I've... Because I've solved how to get around that. Because you know when someone asks you to tell us a joke and it's either they want to make you feel stupid and not laugh because mm. they they just want to put that power over you. Or... It's so awkward. They they panic and don't get it because I do proper proper joke yeah. jokes. So that's so so they have to sort of think to get it. But what I what worked out yeah. is I, I I tell them before I do the joke. I say this was uh, in the joke, top jokes of the fringe list, and that way, that yeah. said, it's been like someone has judged that someone has chosen it. Like lots of people, it's been judged. Like you you can't tell me it's yeah. not a joke so so that sort of solved the yeah. entire problem and then i'd tell them the joke but I, that's but you good. have to do that i've
0: had a few of those as well so you should get we should all everyone that's got one of those should have a little <laughs> yeah, laminate yeah, of yeah. all of them where you just go it's so a little car go, like, go, like a driver's those. license yeah or even on a lanyard <laughs> yeah. so just like tell <laughs> you a fucking joke it's funny because uh, garrett millerick has one of those i forget what the joke is but it's one you know how sometimes they surface on, in different years. Yes. Like it's like you've got a joke of the fringe thing from like three years yeah, ago. Yeah. So all right. Fine. And apparently this joke has never worked on stage. Yeah. It's just one he sent off to the PR. yeah yeah
2: yeah. Quite often that's the case. Like with him, I would guess that it probably if the one he sent off was probably a jokey joke and he doesn't really do that, so that doesn't yeah. suit him. Like, Maybe did you did you? So you so you've had some on those lists. Were they jokey jokes?
0: Yeah, they were joke. They were bits that were almost like one-liners within a bit oh, so they were bits you, so do you on can stage. take them out and yeah they were they were bits ah, they do. Okay. Um, yeah the, the
2: ones they picked as yeah, mine so... are quite often jokes that don't work very well Like they work okay but they're not the best jokes but it's like to be yeah. or not to be a horse rider that is equestrian so that was on <laughs> last edinburgh but it's i think it's such a stupid start to a joke that they're almost sort of taken aback by what what, it just comes out of nowhere. There's no, and the same with the one they picked two years before that, where I just go combine harvesters and you'll have a really big restaurant. But again, in the setup, (laughs) like it's a great written down joke, but in the setup during a set, even though I do silly jokes, my stuff is generally, you start the sentence like a normal sentence. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, but that out of nowhere, and I think that might be why that they don't work so well.
0: It's, I guess, so much of that is down to like. Have we started? Yeah. By the way, is this stuff we should be saving for? No, the, no okay. this is all good. Yeah, so yeah, it like, going. Yeah, yeah, oh, great. <laughs> I just, I just, <laughs> um, you in, mate? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think with stuff like that, because if you start a normal sentence like by going combine harvesters, it sounds yeah, yeah. mad. But if you get the sort of delivery of your persona right then that would that'll be hilarious yeah. because it, people would be like, who is this bloke that just suddenly goes combine harvesters? I'm announcing that we're <laughs> talking about combine harvesters. And like, sometimes that's an amazing thing. It's like a really exciting thing to be in the room and witness when you just do not know what this odd ball is yeah, going to say next. But then I guess sometimes written down, that's, that's just, it's just yeah, a bit weird.
2: Like so, the trouble with that one is I don't have enough of that sort of thing. So it really is weird. <laughs> like, whereas if, if they're like, Oh, this is what this guy does. That's fine. But with me, me it's, that's one. Or, and then maybe the yeah. question. That's They're the only two I've really got where they sort of come out of nowhere like that. It's weird.
0: I've had a weird weird one with somebody seeing that one of my jokes was in one of those fringe compilations. Right. Like saying that they'd seen it and then not understanding it. <laughs> like Because the joke was, the first rule of Fight Club is that you don't talk about how Brad Pitt and Edward Norton's characters turn out to be the same guy <laughs> at the end. Um <laughs> And uh, it was my cousin, actually. And he was like, oh, I saw that thing. It's like, yeah, you're right. People don't talk about people don't talk about that. It's like, what? <laughs> I don't think you know what the joke is. here, <laughs> but Bless you for like for praising oh, it. That's
2: funny. Does, does that work live, that one?
0: It hmm. does. Um, but I feel a bit bad about doing because it. Because of spoilers? Because there's always, well, because Even it's a spoiler. Now. Yeah, because occasionally someone will go, oh. No, they won't. Yeah, well, this is it. I, 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 had a, I had a sort of tag on the end of it of how, like, that's it's on. If you've not seen Fight Club by this point, it's on you, mm. isn't it? Like, I think, it, I think it's fair enough. There needs to be some yeah. sort of statute of limitations on that. Um, I think it comes from my own experience of overhearing the endings to both Fight Club and The Sixth you- Sense, which were out in the same year. I overheard in two different conversations by people I didn't know on the same day so like (laughs) i feel the pain that i'm putting on people by that joke yeah i know right how unlucky they're like
2: if you were gonna pick two films with those kind of reveals at the end surprises yeah they'd be the two you'd pick wouldn't they and you had to to both spoiled on the same day that's
0: same day different overheard different sets of people having conversations about them it's just so wow so did you still go and see them what can you do I've not seen the sixth oh, Sense. Really, what's the point? What that is, is the good, point? Yeah, like, you know what? You know.
2: There's not much to it until the end. <laughs> <laughs> it does get, yeah, it does ruin it. Yeah, <laughs> Fight yeah. Club as well. Oh, man. That is, oh, that's such a. Have you ever had any other films spoiled? Because you know what, films these. It's hard to surprise people these days. I think. Because it is. Back, yeah, it's like the. Just back then, you like. I don't think there had been that many of those sort of films whereas now when i'm watching a a mystery i'm trying to work out what the twist is
0: yeah i think the usual suspects would be the other big one wouldn't it of of those but like i know what you mean i can't i can't remember having had anything maybe i knew that as well i can't remember having anything spoiled quite as dramatically as those that was a surprise for Um, me the usual suspects I, I watched it a lot That's of years
2: amazing. after it came out. Like I wasn't into films really when it came out, I don't think. But yeah, that was a surprise. That's great. They're all the same sort of surprise it votes, really aren't is. they? It's all about the people not mm. being the people or they are the people. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. There's something not what you think about about one of the mm. characters. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. So um, did you ever So yeah, did you ever that... delve
2: into that as a bit of material on stage? Did you ever try, t- try talking about the fact that both of those have been spoiled?
0: I did actually, but I think I did. But it's one of those things where it's like, this is an annoying thing that happened to me. And it's maybe sort of funny in a conversation when the person knows you and can laugh at your misfortune. But yeah. when, an, when an audience doesn't know you, it's, it's sometimes it's not as... Oh, um, yeah, okay, yeah. It's not as... Uh, the context of you isn't strong enough for it to be funny on its own. It's the sort of thing where sometimes you, you tell a story, it's like... Yeah, I need to add jokes mm. to this, and you thought it was funny enough on its own, and it's not actually one of the one of the most prime bits of material I've tried to get to work over the years has been a case okay. of that, um, and it's uh, it's something that happened to me when I was a kid, um, and it was actually some, it was quite traumatic. It was quite a traumatic thing that happened that has shaped a lot of my personality, um, but it's also like it's not so traumatic that it's like going to be one of those right. like tear tear jerking shows. so thought, um, basically yeah exactly and so i had plastic surgery when i was 9 years old uh, like all the cool kids um because my, the my ears stuck out
2: all these years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah why 3 why 3 <laughs> i have terrible advice on that um yeah so my ears stuck out a lot so i had my ears pinned back which was quite a sort of normal yeah. procedure um, and it was it was the thing I was picked on for at school. Yeah. Like everyone, and if you had it reversed? At yeah, my school had one of those. Like, uh, <laughs> no, I haven't. Because, well, basically, this is the this is what happened. So the surgery didn't really work, as you can see. Oh, that was a joke. They look absolutely normal. Very much to me. All oh, right. <laughs> well. I had a sort of very sort of Dobby the House Elf look when I was when I was younger. And so uh, it turns out I have a type of skin that scars really easily because I have uh, um, a really mild form of hemophilia, which means that my blood clots like really. Right. Um, so I had these huge scars on the back of my ears when I was a kid. So I tried to get my ears pinned back to stop them sticking out had surgery, surgery didn't work, so my ears still sticked out, and now I had these huge scars on the back of my head, and obviously you feel like someone's, you feel like people are talking about you, because they are, and you can hear them, because you're a kid, <laughs> and, and you're walking around with going, ugh, uh, that's gross, yeah, a kid with massive ears, that have got like slug style scars on the back of them, so, um, so I, I obviously was like, yeah, this is not ideal, this is not what I had hoped for with my plastic surgery at nine years old, so I went to see a consultant with my mum, obviously, um, sort of see about scar removal surgery. And um, he said that because of my skin type and also the difficulty of this sort of st- surgery, if um, I had scar removal surgery on the scars, the scar removal surgery itself would leave other scars. <laughs> and he thought the irony of that was hysterical. But oh. like he, he seemed to find this so funny, like the oh, whole conundrum you're in, oh, bloody hell, there's no point. Did be the same. be absolutely the same. And the thing that really sticks in my mind, apart from him his like Dr. Hibbard style reaction to my childhood trauma, was that in his intray, he had like a 90s-style intro. I think it would have been the 90s, but in the early 90s, he had a nineties-style plastic intray. And as I remember it, he had like he just had a pile of silicone breasts in it. Like just some just some tits just sort of sat there in his office while he's chuckling away at my at my pain. And I've, over the years, I thought, well, this is so, this story is so weird that it must be the sort of thing I'll be able to turn into stand-up. But I think quite often with that sort of thing, you have to start by just telling the story and then find the jokes in it. But I think it's too long and complicated. I've not managed to sort of condense it down into, yeah. into like little, little 30 second gags or little like joke, joke, joke bits. And that's something I generally feel like I'm, I'm quite good at. Mm. But I think maybe I'm better at like linking things that don't actually go together so, to make a little fake story than I am telling a right. real So
2: how long have you been trying that bit? On and off?
0: On and off for like probably as long as I've been doing right. stand up. And there'll be like maybe a five or six year gap in between me trying that. But is one of the it's like my white yeah. white it's that thing where I think I really have to get that to work have you, because So have you got a
2: strong opinion on why you think it won't work? Is it is it be- because it's too, you say it's because you think it's there's too too much detail you need to get through to get into it. Because may, maybe, because to me, I've never ever thought you've got big ears or sticky out ears. Yeah. So do you think that makes a difference if you're, it's like when you get like really good looking comics like us uh, doing jokes about <laughs> not being good with girls and you're you're going, yeah, that's not. Thing so it's not true but it? maybe as a kid you had a really small head and the same size ears <laughs> do you know what I mean because they, yeah, they don't that's look...
0: it. I just had adult sized ears <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> but it doesn't did you so when I when you were saying that I jumped in a quick joke about you heard them because you've got massive ears did you actually use that as a punchline mm. or not
0: no no I, I've got to be honest I missed you I missed you saying that right um just then but yeah, maybe I, maybe I could do something like Because self-deprecation is, obviously is something that air works air very well and... for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so have you still got know, scars maybe on that's the back it. of
2: your ears now?
0: I have, but they've gone down a lot, right. uh, which is great, to the point where like, I, I kind of forget about it. Um, and I, it's only when I tell people about this that I show them, and it, all, it takes people a while to see it. But genuinely, um, it is something that has shaped who I am a lot, because I grew up. I think yes, it like might that. even be the reason I do stand-up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sorry no one at home can see what uh, i did then but, but just yeah and the sort shape of of his double ear head.
0: shape but just um rude to him again yeah, because i think we're all i don't know if you feel like this mate but like do you feel like part of the reason you want to get up and perform is there? there is some element of you that wants to prove someone wrong. In in and I don't know who it is that I want to prove wrong. i I think I as a fairly sort of shy, introverted person, Mm. I think I like to contrive this limelight through stand up. And I think part of the reason I want to do that is because I always felt people had an opinion of me that they were voicing while they were walking along behind me going, Does that kid got slugs on his ears? Okay. So that's Um, your
2: it's your defence to all those people that were thinking, Yeah, that's that makes that makes sense. Yeah.
0: So why? So I think it would be a really cathartic thing to actually make into a bit. Yeah. I just can't seem <laughs> to get it to work. Well,
2: we've got there's two jokes we've added there. There's you can hear mm. them, and then there's the when you said about the shape of you, that's funny. That's yeah, and I,
0: also I love the idea of like growing into them. As well, <laughs> yeah. because that is literally is, is what. Good, happens, but then if you it,
2: address that right? point, because if that is something that the audience are thinking, if they're thinking he hasn't got big ears you could say turns out i just had a really small head or yeah what, and something. also
0: like it's quite a surreal idea isn't it that i happen to be born with fully grown adult ears <laughs> which is actually quite lucky in that like imagine you're a baby with like a like a man-sized leg that's <laughs> going to be a much a much bigger problem so in a sense i got lucky and then
2: when 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 uh like the lion king moment but they just held you up with your ears like a trophy.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a thing that happened at school. I was I was often a, a sort of a substitute for the FA Cup. Uh, that was a thing people did. Um, this is madness along to me. I
2: need to see a photo because it, it does know, not yeah. look I... like this should have been an issue. So maybe the audience yeah, just I think, will... I think he's got I'll Tell
0: you what, I'll, I'll send you a photo of, of myself when I was a kid. I looked a lot like Britain's youngest serial killer at the time. <laughs> and you can, I don't know, maybe use it to on Instagram. Why didn't you, it you work, for surgery? Up. Um, because I had in in one of my ears, I had a big piece of cartilage, so they just sort of took that out instead. Um, and the I, I, the other one, I don't really know. Huh. Uh, so it's all a bit, it's all a bit odd. Um, but it's it's a fairly routine thing. People have it all the time. It's there was absolutely no way to sort of see that this was going to happen. So it's just it's just one of those things. But yeah, I feel like it would. Uh, it, it just, surely it's got to have some value later could, in life and, could, and stand up seems an opportunity. with the bit. joke
2: about going into your head could you could there be a punchline it's a stupid punchline I don't know whether this would work for the sort of thing you do Whether you ever go too so ridiculous for a joke but like could you say you they ended up giving you plastic surgery just for your head just so you got your head bigger so so like <laughs> that's like a funny quirky t- sort of yeah Dimitri Martin because well, the thing it is I
0: can because I've actually where that would work is that I've, I've got this meeting with this, with this guy. Right. And he's got the, the boobs in his intro and he's laughing <laughs> okay. at me. So I suppose, <laughs> I guess you fill those jokes in, in that conversation. Right. Whereas mm. I like, cause I think with a true story, it's, it's too, it's very tempting to just tell the, the exact truth of it sometimes mm. when, you know, sorry to burst anyone's bubble if you think that everything stand up say on, tr- on stage is completely true, mm-hmm. but it is obviously not. Um, and I guess that that's the, I've got to build that conversation between me and then the surgeon and my my confused mum saying that off. Do you think when it comes? And I guess that's where those. Do you think
2: fall. when it comes off of material that you've invented, it doesn't feel quite right because it's not in the same river? Maybe.
0: Yeah, I think that's true because I guess every time you tell a story you're kind of rebuilding it aren't you mm. you're rewriting the story even if it is based on a true thing so eventually when you've got a bit that is based in truth it, your kind of mental image of it is so different from how things actually happen yeah oh excuse me oh, lovely um oh yeah Mike, that's awful i'm sorry i apologize <laughs> to all of humanity i thought you were a professional um,
2: podcaster
0: yeah i know right <laughs> this is my Everybody's day off today unfortunately you've borne the brunt of that <laughs> um, i was
2: thinking is there a way to get like I have no idea, so I haven't actually got an idea. But you know, like, so the thing he's doing with your ears is like you got this problem, and if you get rid of that, it's gonna leave another problem. It'd be if it, is there anything you could sort of say back to him as a as a like a a put down almost about the way he's talk, like the way his attitude is, but you could change that. But you still, I that's all I've got there is the base of an outline of a structure. Yeah. But it'd be quite nice if the end of the bit you got your own back on him with some sort of yeah or something about the some boobs. Sort of smart in the, yeah I mean I don't know I think that's something that just might take a lot of thinking about but yeah but I feel like that's what you need at the end of that because at the end there's no you're not a winner there's no it's just this no. horrible bloke laughing at a nine-year-old
0: yeah exactly and that, that's the thing I did consider something about nicking one of the boobs to use it as a stress ball. <laughs> um but again, it's not, it's, 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 it's an idea, isn't it? It's not, there's not a proper joke in there yet. So it's definitely something I need to go away and, 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 uh, and think about. But I think part of the problem as well is it sounds quite self-pitying. Yeah. Um, And it, and it isn't a bad enough thing for, for people to be truly sympathetic because it is just a little bit weird. And you look, you look um, normal. Well, yeah, maybe that's what I've, maybe that's what I've been missing. You know, we're all, it like, might be going. What's it?
2: Why is it? You my own know head? what I
0: look like better than I do because I've never seen my own head in 3D. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So we've got like an image of ourselves that's probably not what everyone else sees. Yeah,
2: I know. I it's never never occurred. Although when we first met, you had longer hair, didn't you?
0: Yeah, and that was actually I had longer hair to cover up scars. So gradually my oh. hair is. Sort of gone back up my head as I so I it's like... like it really defined me in a lot of ways yeah like because obviously having long hair as a kid you sort of get painted as like um you know a certain type of person mm. I mean I was into all the music that um the kids with long hair had anyway so it became like reason part of my like identity. it was the main reason <laughs> yeah it was like it was a happy happy coincidence I remember hearing I hate Nirvana I for the first time thinking right that'll no, do right for don't. me <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know like obviously you do a lot of one-liners don't you mm. so do you do you find stuff ever coming from truth, or is it for you, is it just that you're kind of like, i some you're stuff sat down some, with an idea, some and...
2: stuff comes from truth, and they're the ones I kind of really like saying. That's <laughs> just I I don't know why, but I feel like the thing you said that if it's if I've had a breakup and then I write a joke about a breakup, I like saying that one more than the others, yeah. And I don't know, it's
0: funny actually, because I did a show about a breakup and it's such a cathartic thing. Yeah. Like more than any subject. And it is something so many people do, but it does really have a kind of, yeah, I don't know, an urgency to I think,
2: it. And I think as long as, if you're getting laughs from it, you're you're kind of owning the breakup, aren't you? You're Definitely, you're making it yeah. into something. So so there's so yeah. a positive. Maybe that's what and it again, is. Again,
0: you're retelling that story, aren't you? And yeah, that, that was exactly how it worked out for me. Some people don't but, but like I've,
2: the retelling of the, that sort of thing because it can be quite traumatic, but I've never thought yeah. that. I'm just like, oh, I've got another great joke. Brilliant.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think something for me, so I did, a, like I said, I did a whole show about that and my style on stage is generally quite self-deprecating. Mm. I, I wanted to make sure that if I was talking about my ex on stage that um, I wasn't doing that, like, well, I've got a crazy ex thing. I made sure that it was very clear that there was a crazy ex in the situation, but it but it was me. I wanted to kind of, I didn't want to effectively like uh... go around defaming my ex because that wasn't wasn't the truth of the story um so you changed
2: those so you were the one you just role reversed did you with the material
0: well it was more that like i didn't want to sort of air any dirty laundry on stage so i made sure that anything any joke um any joke that was kind of emotive i was the butt of Mm. you know um because i don't think you want to kind of go around being bitter no. and be if there's—if there's a real person involved, you've—you've you've just got to be mm. sort of, you know, respectful of that. I think, but that's a difficult. With story sued, someone isn't got
2: it? sued not that long ago. I think, over, so I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was. that's right. Yeah, but I feel like yeah, it's um, the comedian one. That
0: I think that's tr- correct. Yeah, I, I um, wish I can remember.
2: So I can't remember who that was.
0: Be a tougher a tough case to to resolve that i would imagine yeah but I, I mean i have found that just stuff that true things that you see in the world that are funny i'm, I'm moving on slightly mm-hmm. slightly here because there's this, there's this bit i'm really really interested in your take on this because i saw a thing happen that was that was hilarious right. and i thought this is going to go straight in <laughs> And you know how sometimes a joke arrives to you fully formed yep. and then it just worked like brilliant. My, my brain just did me a solid here. Sometimes it feels like reality does that. And I remember what happened was I was walking along and I saw a woman jogging and then she, she heard a wolf whistle and weirdly she looked at, she actually looked quite flattered, which was weird. <laughs> yeah. But then she looked around to see who had done it. And it was just a bird sat in a tree and she looked really embarrassed and she didn't see that I'd seen this whole thing happen. And She just sort of ran away embarrassed from this bird. And I tried to tell it on stage and sometimes it worked. Sometimes it didn't. I tried to change it so that, because I think the thing of her finding it flattering seemed a bit jarring because that that is odd and I would imagine quite a rare um, example mm of that being the case. So I changed it so that she looked annoyed and I tried to change it so she thought it was me. Um, And I I tried to sort of mess with it in all kind of different ways. And it never, sometimes it was one of those annoying jokes that it works enough that you know there's something there. Yeah, yeah. But then it it was kind of unreliable at the same time. I
2: feel like like you want to make her arrogant in the setup so that you're kind of, the audience likes that she... Or she was horrible to you, or something, where that happening to her and her embarrassment makes it funnier for the audience, because yeah. if she seems like she's quite nice, because when you said she seemed flattered, you kind of think, oh, she probably nice little ego boost. That's
0: yeah, that's kind of how maybe it if
2: she was an asshole.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, you don't ever want to be on the side of catcalling, you know. And perhaps that's it. Perhaps it's because uh, it's coming right. from a Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. It, it's, it's you know, it's not really. Funny or if to you went surreal and,
2: me- and was sort of was like started having a go about the at the bird. Yeah. Like
0: I th- I, my suspicion is that people think I've made it up. Yeah. And they uh, because the more you go, I promise you, this actually genuinely happened. Mm. The less believable it sounds, and
1: for yeah, that, that to can- be mm.
0: like as a made-up situation, it's not actually that funny perhaps that's it i yeah. think maybe the humor comes in the fact that the, i really did see this happen I, but people just don't I was believe trying,
2: it i was thinking that there might be a nice little um so if you're you go in the um anti-sexism route into the joke like quite strong opinion about it and then say you saw this mm. and then this you know this girl and this but and because and when, when you said there was a bird in the tree it'd be funny if you then the reveal was it was a woman in the tree and you've just been sexist. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That kind of... I, what's
0: the, I don't yeah. know what you call
2: that. Um,
0: Non-sequitur, perhaps? Yeah.
2: But just as a reveal that... I that i don't know. I don't know what that woman was doing in the tree. I, that probably isn't... It yeah. won't work. But I, I don't know. I quite like the idea of you being one way and then you you you're having a gags Yeah, I like, I
0: like gags like that where you can add... You can keep pulling... So I've, I've got... You know, I've, veils away. I've got
2: something is it similar uh, a joke um what is it the other day my cleaner said I was misogynist girlfriends eh <laughs> or something like that as a joke that is so clear that isn't my opinion yes you know what I mean yeah
0: and again you're you the joke is that you're a dick yeah, right? yeah you are the butt of your own joke there mm. sort of in a in a in a way that's unsaid
2: yeah I don't know. I think you might just be right in the sense maybe it's just not quite, but be- they just don't believe it's happened because it does sound like something you could make up. Yeah. Because oh, wi- you go, oh, Wolf Whistle sounds like a bird. That's, uh, and then just do the logic there. Yeah.
0: It's. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, oh, it's, is it? They're the worst No, jokes no, though, no,
2: no, no. It's funnier if it's you. You're the one what if that. Ma- she thinks it's no, a... you've made the mistake. Ah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You're
2: like, because you could be like, I know women, and I I totally agree with women that they shouldn't be wolf whistle, but like, for a bloke, it's like, it's a, it makes you feel good yeah. or something. And then, I, I don't know, it might be too long-winded for the joke to get into. Maybe just simple. Maybe it could just be as simple as on the way here, I was walking along and got... I wolf whistle. Oh
0: no, it was a bird. Yeah. I don't know if that's wolf whistle. Cat called Annoyingly, all of the, all of the phrases for this have different. Oh, cat, cat called and, is words. Though, which kind of? Uh, yeah, yeah. Good point. Oh, maybe
2: yeah. that's what. You, well, no, I doubt that, that's made the difference, is it? But wolf whistle is the no, the not. birdy sound, isn't it? Yeah. But cat called is when you
0: whistle. go.
2: I love uh, you. Smile. Is that cat called? Yeah. yeah tits, I think so. Hey,
0: tits, yeah. Bah, yeah. Bah, that sort of thing. Yeah, um, Yeah. maybe that's it. Because it obviously it'd be like, you know, I got wolf whistled on the way here. Thought I'd be objectified. Actually quite liked it. Turned around. It was a pigeon, bear, something like that. Maybe the other way around. Maybe reveal that you like it at the end. I, I had
2: a joke that know. was not dissimilar a while ago where that never really worked. But it was something along the lines as I was walking along and I got wolf whistled the other day, which was really embarrassing because I was walking right behind this really hot girl or something like that. So, it, so the joke is they were Wolfis and her, but I've, or, or yeah, which yeah, is yeah, yeah, quite yeah. embarrassing because I was with my girlfriend at the time. So, <laughs> but it never quite hit, hit. And Maybe that's maybe what will be the problem with your one is they maybe they just don't believe.
0: Yeah, it just it sounds like a made up scenario. Yeah. So I now, um, I've I've like most comedians, I've not been gigging much during the pandemic because we weren't allowed. Mm. But I had my first gig back on Friday. Oh, so I did. I did some new stuff. Some of it worked, and I've now got that potential problem, um, which most comedians have had. I'm sure you've had as well. Have you ever had a thing where you do it? You do a oh, um... hang on, doorbell. One sec. <laughs> Neil's no house party. <laughs> Is it going to be Neil Morrissey? So I, um, I did my first gig back since the start of the lockdown recently, so I tried some new stuff, some of it worked, and I I, I now potentially have the problem that a lot, of, a lot of comics have, I'm sure you'll have experienced this, Mark, as well, where you try a new gag, it works the best of any of the gags you do, and then it never works again.
2: <laughs> oh, I hate that. I hate it's that so much. weird.
0: It's such an odd phenomenon. I feel like comedians of any level that you speak to go through this as well.
2: Mm. So, so a lot of the time it can just be how you say it, but then it could just be you're riding a wave in the room that's really good. And maybe the joke never was good in the first place. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe you just don't know. so, but so on board with you. So your gig the other day, so you had some that worked really, but you haven't done a gig since.
0: No, so I'm, um, I'm just uh, so getting back into so the admin rhythms of booking gigs now yeah so you
2: don't know So the one see it's the ones that worked you don't know yet whether they're gonna is anything no, you're suspicious of that
0: um,
2: worked too? a little bit too well
0: well I, i've got I, I had a joke that did really well on twitter which i opened with and it went well it was just quite a i suppose it's quite bold to open with a new gag when you've not done a gig for six months but um nah, that's brave mate so yeah well it's just, just a bit stupid i think uh it's a effectively i was talking about having watched every movie during lockdown uh including rambo last blood which is the fifth movie in the rambo franchise and all i could think about was how nobody thought to call it rambo number five Um <laughs> that worked really well so, I had another one uh which of course was... that does
2: that's like that's cool there's there's no, that's not brave opening with that that's a great joke
0: thank you but you never know do you you never know that's the thing sometimes you sort of put a lot of work into something and it falls flat other times stuff just comes to you and seems you think you feel like is that so simple it's not really a joke and then so it that really would
2: flies. work well written down i think oh yeah you yeah. said it did well on twitter so that would work in a jokes list
0: yeah you would think but then sometimes jokes that work really well on twitter get absolutely nothing like because uh, i had another mm. thing that like the, you know sometimes you tweet something and it just takes off really unexpectedly and then the stuff that you think is going to go really well and it gets nothing and people tell yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you know, that you're not funny um I once tweeted like, it was something like, something really simple like, every app your mum has ever opened on her phone is still open, and it got like three thousand likes, and I don't, I still don't really understand why. So I just sort of tried real. it. Yeah, maybe that's it. I tried it as like a throwaway thing on stage, and it just doesn't work. It just does not no. translate.
2: No, I've noticed that. It's it's very annoying. I I spend all this time crafting these jokes and they get you know a reasonable response but nothing crazy but anything that's real life goes nuts yeah. like like I went round Danny Ward's house and he had in his shower along his bath he had every single I'm going to say flavor but I don't think that's the right word <laughs> flavor of um uh, in, is it the imperial leather? no what's the one with the mint the mint but they've got loads of different weird colors and sauce is it? Yeah, original source. Mm. He had all of those. and I just tweeted when you find out your mate's a psychopath. <laughs> so just something from real world. And yeah. that went crazy as a as a tweet. It's Anything weird, that's isn't it? but with yours, it's that like that's so slightly different, but that's just relatable. That's a yeah. Peter K kind of mm. Peter K probably could make that work. Because yes. Because it goes with everything he does.
0: Well he he'd act it out, wouldn't he? he'd have a whole because thing no punch. of punch that's the thing yeah, there's exactly. no
2: punch which maybe yeah. what, compared to your other bits maybe they're just like they're just not in that rhythm of laughing at something that hasn't mm. got the punch
0: that's it yeah i mean because i I'm, I'm i don't really do that kind of like observational thing of leading the audience down the garden part of like and then this happens and then this happens and then this happens and that's not to judge that by the way I think that's the hardest type mm. of comedy to do actually observational
2: yeah
0: I think it's stories about plastic surgeons laughing at children to be honest in fact no one's ever cracked it um but yeah I feel like with observational stuff you've got to find something everybody knows but no one's noticed and that's mm. that's so much harder to do than it sounds like it is yeah Um, so maybe
2: if you had more of those in that section then it would work if it mm. if you just totally like um rinsed all the parents and technology kind of things yeah maybe it needs that maybe it's just stands it's just a bit too out of nowhere
0: and also sometimes it's like because i'm not that sort of comic and i'm not sure that i actually want to be I don't know how invested I am in actually trying to make that work as a bit.
2: You Cause know? you hate those sort of comics, don't you?
0: Cause I hate those sort of comics and I don't respect them. And I think yeah, they're yeah, stealing yeah. a living from, from yeah, proper craftsmen like not- you and I. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, so, so did you just, just go, just say that as an, like, just so you say just an aside, just, just said. Yeah. I can't remember tweeted.
0: how I did it. Maybe that was the problem. I think I just, I, I might have been talking about parents and technology in some other way and just sort of threw it out there. Cause sometimes like a funny line, no one's expecting that is in itself a funny line can be absolutely devastating, but yeah. um, it just didn't, it just didn't pan out that way.
2: What if you set it up in a way that you're, you're lowering expectations and then it's better than they're expecting as in. So you did that first joke. You said that I, t- I tweeted that did really well. Uh, which is really strange, but I, t- I tweet this next one. I tweeted and it never works live. And just tell them yeah. that, and then, but I th- and then say, but I think there's there's something in it, and then do it. Maybe, but it might not be worth the effort.
0: Yeah, this is this is a thing, isn't it? I feel like I don't know. It can go one of two ways when you're sort of like talking about comedy and the craft of it. Like, I wonder, do you want to sort of let people in behind the curtain, or is mm. that interesting? I think Stuart Lee's quite. Um, quite strong on this that he hates the idea that comedians shouldn't talk about being comedians because why sh- why shouldn't we? It's our lives, it's a job, it's a it's mm. you know it, it's as any any subject should you know be, be fair. Yeah, game. that
2: came up on the podcast the other day, that whole that thing of people look down on comics that always sort of say, Oh, this thing happened at a gig the other day. Yeah. Or this other thing happened at a gig. Which I think's okay. In yeah. you know I mean I mean if that's every set up to
0: every bit then maybe it's a mm. bit much. And i think but it does make sense i think it needs to be particularly good as well doesn't it also i think mm. there's a se- there's a sense that it, maybe it's a bit lazy which i don't think is fair and also mm. maybe there's a sense that you yourself didn't actually write the gag because quite often i had a bit that stayed in my show like right. i had a bit about yeah. like i had a bit about being single and going out on a night out where you don't know what's going to happen And like Mm. packing your packing condoms and stuff, and like having getting together your little oh maybe kit, and how kind of weird sort of (laughs) sordid that feels. So to try and deliberately make audience members a little bit uncomfortable, uh, I was Mm. asking men in the audience where they keep their condoms. And um, at at a preview in Brighton, um, somebody just said the van. And it was like I'm I'm never gonna get a better response for that, so I just I just kept that in and, and like would end that yeah, bit yeah, by yeah, saying yeah. someone said this that time, so yeah, I and mean, that would
2: work when you retold that because that's hilarious, yeah. that's really funny, yeah,
0: it was that's great. so funny,
2: yeah, I because I had a uh, yeah because I had that kind of I didn't know whether I had to relay, so I had a video which went did really well online, and it was of a gig where, um i was about to talk about game of thrones and someone shouted no spoilers which actually links to what you're talking about earlier mm. um and then i was like oh right and they, and they were like i said how much are, how far are you and they said i haven't watched any of it yet and then so this was all getting sort of laughs as it went and then i was like when are you going to watch it and there's some time and then um the guy went i'm going to read the books first and then someone <laughs> else sh- 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 and then someone else shouted the spoilers in the books (laughs) which is the best heckle anyone's yeah it's really funny and I've never relayed that story on stage but maybe I could
0: yeah yeah that's great I mean because I think it's neater it's more satisfying if you if that conversation is between you and him rather than you him and a third person um but at the same right, time so you don't you don't really want to nick that person's joke right well this is, this is, is it
2: yeah so because you could do it in, so if you were going to nick it you could either do it as in i that's my response to that audience member mm. or you could set up a just a, into a joke world where my mate said to me do you know what i mean and then do it so it's not at it doesn't have to be set at a gig my mates my my mates all really pretentious he's like i'm not watching game of he said don't tell me about game of thrones i haven't seen it yet uh but uh, you know as i always do i always read the book first i said the spoilers in the books like because that way if he if i've made him a look unlikable pretentious then that would work i think that would work as a gag yeah but like you say that's not my joke
0: exactly that's it there's like you'd feel dirty wouldn't you like yeah,
2: but that bloke's never going to go and do it. <laughs> well, yeah, well, exactly, right? If, if anything, if anything, it's a compliment. Yeah,
0: it is. And I mean, you... Um...
2: I need to find that bloke. If you are that bloke and you're listening, let me know if I can have it.
0: Yeah, give him a tenner or something.
2: The video yeah. did well, so thanks for that anyway. <laughs> because on the video, I did a thing... In the live gig, I did a thing when he said it because it was a funny line. I, I wanted to sort of let him have that because it was very good and then i said um actually i'm filming this um so i'm just gonna do me saying it <laughs> jim campbell yes oh, jim campbell great episode. great chat really nice catch great up. man great man i've i've been there uh, yeah, because if you're listening in France, I just called him a great cat. Oh, didn't I? He's not a cat. He's a human. I was speaking English. So, oh, uh, great episode. Good catching up with him. I haven't seen him for ages. Old Jim boy, Jim Campbell, the boy. um <laughs> So, yeah, good stuff. And if you want more Jim Campbell, we've got more great chat on the, over on the Patreon, Uh including where we have a little chat about an email that went around. Asking comedians to gig in the news So, yes, go check that out now at patreon.com forward slash jokes with Mark. Uh, if you enjoyed the episode, any feedback at jokes with Mark across all social media. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you like the podcast, head over to Apple Podcasts and chuck us up a five star review. That would be bloody lovely. We'll give you a high five for that, won't we? Yeah. Uh, what uh, what you do for us today, Joel? Today, know, mate.
3: might go to Sainsbury's. Oh, nice. <laughs>
2: what about you? I might go to Tesco's later. I've got a gig, actually, and on the way back, I'm going to go to Tesco's and get some food. What are you going to Fish.
3: <laughs> Which one? All of them.
2: Every I'll, I'll get that I'll get all the fish.
3: Oh, yeah? I'll well, be... I guess if you're travelling past late at night after a gig, what, do you go around the back by the bins?
2: <laughs> you got a guy. <laughs> no. No, I'm I i into mean fish at the moment. I eat a lot of different fish. I, I mean, I think I mentioned last week that I had some calamari. You did? Um, yesterday, I had some scampi. Yeah. I got some cod in the fridge for later tonight, but I'm going to go and stop. Have you got any
3: fish that's not in batter? Or?
2: It's breadcrumbs, mate. <laughs> I'm not eating carbs, so the breadcrumbs are my only carbs. That's allowed. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Breadcrumbs are my only carbs, is one of the saddest sentences I've ever heard. But yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, because if they're not attached to the fish, that's even worse. <laughs> oh, is it anything more from you, Joel? Nothing more from me,
3: Mark. Anything more from you? No, nothing more for me, Joel. <laughs> Hashtag awooga, everybody. Hashtag awooga.
0: Planning for your next trip?